Hey guys, you're listening to our favorite things podcast, Battle Recap, season 21, episode 5. for staying with us it's Mofi here your host and welcome to our favorite things podcast if this is your first time listening thanks for joining us we're happy to have you and if this is your returning time your third time your second time we're also happy to have you so thanks for listening and I say we because obviously I'm not alone I'm here with my co-host the lovely lady who has apparently traveled 10 countries and flosses every day. <laughs> Tessa, awesome. hey girl, what's up? How are you? Hey, hey everybody. What's up? <laughs> How's life? I'm good, I'm good. I'm just, I'm stressed by the episode that we just watched. <laughs> so like, I'm really happy to um, podcast about it, to record our podcast today because that episode was, was eventful to say. Yeah, I mean, when we when we talk, you'll realize what I mean. Like the entire episode was eventful, but it's just okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it was an interesting-ish episode. Mm-hmm, yeah. The whole chunk of it was for me extremely boring, but yeah, we'll talk about that very soon. Did you see the um? Beauty and the Beast commercials. I did. I, I like them, though, because that meant less of the Quantico commercials. <laughs> oh, yeah, very true. They gave us only one Quantico Which, tonight, and I was like, thank you. And that goodness. was one of the better ones, because I, I think there's one I really don't like, and that's the one. Oh, no, they played two of them. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they played the one where she came into the door. I was like, oh, I guess I can let you in, and then they played yeah. the other one. Yeah, and I'm really excited. I don't know. I don't know. What I'm talking about Beauty and the Beast, but I'm really excited to see Beauty and the Beast. Me so too. when they showed like the actual trailer at the end, I was like, yes. Me too. Me too. I really want to see. I heard people like giving it some backlash, but oh yeah, I don't care. I still don't watch it. I mean, like, cause I I recently again just watched the the actual Beauty and the Beast, and seeing the trailers for this one, I'm just like, well, it wouldn't really be like, but we'll yeah. See. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask you a true or false question before we get started. About no, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Just to spice things up, me, I'm a bit tired. So, like, and you okay, can hear me speaking, so. my, my voice is quite husky. That's just like I'm getting really sleepy. Yeah, um, But, so, true or false, a current Bachelor contestant right now, mom, did an interview with TMZ. True. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's my fact. Current mom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I still right. have, I still have to do with my bachelor news. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's good. Let's get to the episode because it's a good segue. So the episode um, was a continuation of last week's um, Corinne and Taylor Drama. conversation, mm-hmm. and. Um, I feel like I kind of, I don't know if I want to even, but tell me what you think. Should we just talk about the whole Karina and Taylor thing now and even talk about their two-on-one date just now or... Um, why don't progress? we get to it? Because I yeah. feel like that's that was the interesting part of the episode. So then I feel like after we talk about that, then I really don't want to talk about anything else. Yeah, so. probably like, peace out, guys. Thanks, good night. That's, that's the podcast. <laughs> that's episode. Okay. Um, so they started talking and it was kind of, it was like what was happening last week. But one thing that came up that really stuck with me was when Rachel was saying, um, 
don't be part of the girl chat. Focus on the person you're here for. Yep, yep. And, but yeah, she wasn't saying it to them. She was just basically saying it to, to someone the, else. I can't remember if she girls. was saying it to one person or it was she was saying it to someone else and we, they edited it. I don't know what she said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, a lot of people, again, were still questioning Karin's maturity. Karin says that maturity and emotional intelligence aren't the same thing, but they're entirely two different things. And then, um, basically, Karin and Taylor were arguing on what um, emotional intelligence is. And... I don't even know. Like, Corinne was offended. I feel like when I was listening to the conversation, I think Corinne was just offended at the intelligence part. She was just offended that Taylor was saying she's based to her. She, Taylor meant, I'm not intelligent. And that was just what she was like. What do you mean by that? Yeah. Yeah. I think, actually, now that I have looked up the meaning of emotional mm-hmm. intelligence... Right. It wasn't very appropriate for Taylor to use it. Like, she could have stuck with the whole immature thing, but... Right. What was she getting at when she said Corinne was not... Like, I feel like, honestly, she was trying to use big words to make Corinne mm-hmm. feel stupid. Yeah, oh, true. Um, I feel like now a lot of Bachelor viewers would be legit, like, going, what actually does emotional... Um, yeah, because I thought I knew what he meant. Like, on the surface level, and I'm like, you know what, let me go and see what it means, like, word word for a dictionary. Right. Yeah. And it basically means that you're you're not able to, you're not aware of, you're not able to control and express your own emotions. I feel like Corinne has expressed her emotions quite. (laughs) And I almost feel like she's actually aware of it, Mm -hmm. and she's able to control it, because even if you notice, in front of Nick... Karen is not like this overly like ridiculous. No, she's not. She's not. She's like that with the camera. In fact, I don't know right. how she is with the girls, but I feel like she's like that, especially for the camera. Like, yep. it's almost as if she knows what makes good TV, and she's yes. ready to s- sacrifice being looked at as the bad guy <laughs> for for that. Yeah. 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 If anybody, like, I don't want to get there yet, but I'm, like, if anybody almost lacks. I mean, she doesn't like it, but if, if we're even going to say anybody lacks emotional intelligence, it's Taylor, because she was basically yelling. She was basically yelling, and I'm like, why is this girl yelling? She was so frustrated for some reason, and she decided to take it out on Corinne, who actually went to Taylor for for that conversation. Doesn't, doesn't you know, excuse what Taylor did, but... Yeah, I don't know what what Taylor was going through. And I think it's best for her that she went home. Yeah. Okay, so before we get into that, mm-hmm. anyway, so, yeah. um, so going along the lines of that conversation, for some reason, it turned into Corinne saying that Taylor is a bitch and that yeah, um, she's a how Taylor isn't a nice person and she doesn't say hi mm-hmm. to people and she's rude to the other girls. And I was like, sorry, wait, how did we get here? Yeah, I was I, I was I remember thinking when I was watching that like, wait, what how did the conversation get here? One, two, is that something they're not showing us? Like, does everybody right. really not like Taylor? We just don't know. Right. Because it's interesting though that it was short, but Raven was saying there was a point in time that Raven said that Karen hasn't done anything to Taylor. Mm-hmm. She actually made that as a point when she was yeah. talking about something. So yeah. there might actually be Something that we're not seeing. Because yeah. I don't think Karen would just say out of the blues that Taylor comes into rooms 
wounds and doesn't say do you, you don't you don't agree i think Karen would say anything to get under someone's skin and i feel like that's what she was trying to do like she saw where she could hit taylor and that's what yes. she did but then but what i'm saying is that it doesn't like i don't think it would just be fabricated because taylor had to stop and even think about it and say yes i wouldn't be fake to people i don't right, like so there was right. some truth, was some to, truth it. to it right, right right yeah so maybe she's actually not nice maybe she's stuck up and she thinks because i have a master's degree i'm better than all of you or i'm better than yeah, people that don't i mean she clearly I think thinks that like she's clearly lauding her master's degree over her and i'm just girl this is not a job interview like Nobody cares Nobody about your master's, about your master's degree, degree. To be honest, except for when you're applying for a job. Like, you, since you have a master's degree, you shouldn't even be on the bachelor because <laughs> you, you, you're, you're, you're technically better than that. So yeah, why are you here? Why are you here? Yeah, it was, but yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, so Karen was definitely drunk and Taylor was pissed. So there Taylor, was the Taylor mix was of kind of drunk too, man. Like, yeah, I feel like I she was much, at I least tipsy. Yeah, because yeah. she was literally yelling. Like, like yeah. she was angry and she was yelling. Like, why and, are you this oh. emotional? I don't get it. The person you're accusing of lacking emotional intelligence isn't even as, mm-hmm. like, all you know, worked up as you are. So, yeah. right. Um. So so after that, uh, Corinne brings Nick and says, and she talks to Nick basically, um, saying that um. What did she say to Nick? She said Taylor. <laughs> she, I think she said Taylor is not a good person, or she has problems with Taylor in the house, and she's not nice to everybody. Basically, mm-hmm. she was just telling Nick exactly what she told Taylor about her, and that Nick yeah, likes her and stuff like that. Yeah. So Karen thinks that Taylor is entitled and not here for the right reasons, and Nick tells Karen that she should continue showing her maturity. I hate the way I he like, responds to the girls telling him stuff that's going on in the house. I hate it. I'm like, which producer told him to actually use the word Ooh, maturity? Because yeah, Curry right. was like, yes, take like take that. Right. I'm, Nick says I'm mature. I don't care about what yeah, you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that was pretty much it. Nothing like they teased that there was going to be this fight and somebody was going to punch somebody. Of course, yeah, like, okay, of course that didn't happen. I was never going to happen. We we know them better than this. Like we're too smart for all that. And so we went to the base rose ceremony, and it looked freezing. Like Sarah you was. You could shivering. you could see the like frost coming out, like in the air when they spoke. It was crazy. It's definitely not that serious. Why like, did Sarah have a jacket though? Exactly. Well, because every a lot of people were wearing jackets. So why wasn't she wearing a jacket? Hmm. Like. This is the time my mother would tell me there's no fashion in the cold. Like, put on a jacket, put on girl. Put a jacket, girl. Like, ash, uh. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Yeah. It was not um, move. Yeah, and then Nick mentions to Chris Harrison. So Chris Harrison has this obligatory, you know, I'm the host. I have to come once in a while to check on you conversation. Yeah. And Nick is basically saying how he's more concerned about how they have the conversation with him rather than what the conversation really, really is, is about. Yeah. 
And um, I feel like that has been a theme for this, like, until now. Mm -hmm. Nick just wants, Nick is playing games. Like, he wants to see how people react. He wants to see what people do. And that's why he's not really, like, listening Listening. to what the girls are talking about. He's just... like, he's just waiting for a reaction. Yeah. He's waiting for a reaction. He's waiting to see how they're reacting. That's when people tell him things. He's like, thank you. Please be patient. (laughs) Like, he doesn't care for all of that. freaking customer service agents. You know how when you tell them your problems like thank you for telling us please be patient I'll be with you yeah <laughs> somebody just did that to me recently it's the most annoying thing ever because yeah. <laughs> he's playing a game he's producing his own show mm-hmm. and that's why he, and that's why he told chris harrison that um but yeah and christina which somehow she thinks that she has a say like she yeah anyway she says that she thinks that both taylor and karen should actually did she tweet that or did she say it in the, in the episode? She, act, she actually said in the episode. I didn't see oh, her tweet. I remember. Did she tweet that too? I feel like she tweeted that. Or oh. maybe that was Alexis. I don't know. I really love tweets today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so the roses came. Whitney got a rose. Danny M got a rose. Look, someone has to keep reminding me who Whitney is. Like, I don't know her face. Like, can you... her, like, even if you don't know her, you should know her face. Like, she's a girl face. that has, like, she looks like, kind of looks like Nina Dobrev. She has, like, this face, nice cheekbones. She has a really... Oh, oh, I know the girl. Is she really tall? She's skinny. Kind yeah. Of like okay, 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 okay. Now I know yeah. her. I'll probably forget her again next week. <laughs> Come on, guys. This girl is, like, one of the most beautiful girls in the house right now. Okay. Um, <laughs> Whitney, Danny, Daniel M., Jasmine, question mark, for question some mark. reason, <laughs> um, Rachel, oh, Rachel, I'm still, you know, like, I was having a conversation with you, asking you, when did Rachel get Rose? She got and Rose like, right after Jasmine? Yeah, and I was like, I didn't hear her name, I and I realized, her name. Like, I was, I was so taking Rose, <laughs> and I typed her name, but I didn't realize that she got a Rose. Oh, wow, okay, you're That's so strange. <laughs> um, so, Rachel got a Rose, then Jamie got a Rose, Josephine. All like, the J what's, girls what's need to go home. All the girls and their day start with J, they need to go home. I don't know what they're supposed They, so they do. Like, why are they there? Okay. Josephine is always... The best part is that Josephine is always She's always surprised. shocked. She was like, whoa, me? <laughs> like me? <laughs> I get to stay here another week. <laughs> like, when she goes home, she's going to be like, yeah. It's yeah. about time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I've overstayed my welcome. It's time to pack my bags. I'm ready to go. Then Vanessa Goyeros, Alexis, Corinne, and then Taylor. Those are the last two people that were shown to get roses. Yeah. So we said goodbye to Sarah and Astrid. Astrid, which I think I was kind of surprised by Astrid going home. I didn't care. I was just kind of surprised because I thought at least one or more of the J girls would go home. That's why I'm going to refer to them as from now on, the J girls. (laughs) Hashtag <laughs> guys. <laughs> yeah, like Sarah was bawling. She was yeah. crying so hard. I feel like she really didn't see it coming though. Like, you know when yeah. there's that person that you don't think you're going to go home before? So like yep. how on, was it Ben's season? Like everybody who went home before Olivia was like, what the heck? Right. So, yeah. I mean like, uh, I just like, I liked Sarah. Like, I mean, I didn't like her that much, but like, I liked her as a person. She looked nice. Yeah. But I had seen everybody talk, even like when I was listening to 
previews and like other podcasts like everybody was talking about sarah yeah and i was like wait what's the hype you around really, this girl you really. and like she and nick never had any connection did they I even know, interact but she was probably one of those sleeper people like jojo her ben they have any connection to like the episode had gone to like week seven or something like we did start hearing from jojo and all of a sudden she was in top two i felt like that was going to be sarah not top oh two, gosh like you're always sleeping man i've told you trust me <laughs> yeah i know um, you always, you but, always but, predict well though. i'd rather like sarah stay than josephine like exactly or but, but you know or thing Jamie. Is that. <laughs> Call all of them. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> you know the thing is that regardless of if Sarah leaves today, this episode, or she or if she left like two weeks from now, or she leaves two weeks from now, she's still going to be a huge name in the Bachelor family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the chances so. that if she wants to get if she wants She'll to go probably to paradise, be on paradise. She yeah. has a ticket She'll to paradise. So like paradise, yeah. girl, wipe up your tears. I'm sending know, a note to Sarah. I like know. wipe up your tears, you're too good for this show. Like a lot of these girls are too good for this show. So <laughs> when it them. doesn't work out mm-hmm. keep your head up high and there's like you see a lot of people find love after they leave the bachelor. So yep. I know just I wait. look at Becca. Right. <laughs> this show is just a stepping stone just take it and be happy (laughs) anyway so they travel so nick says he is jazzed to go to nola to new orleans and i was like why do you have to just be so annoying (laughs) um okay so um nick says new orleans is exciting it's the perfect place to find love i mean they say that about everywhere Exactly. <laughs> and um, there was a, like, Nick was the only guy randomly watching the little boy split. Did you notice that yes, when, when the little boy was so, dancing? I was like, wait, why are you the only person here? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, the exciting time is that Rachel got a one-on-one. Yeah. She got the date card. I know. She was super excited. She was. She was very so, excited. <laughs> Someone was like, oh my gosh, you like him. She's like, I don't like him. Calm down. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I found it so funny because she was like, yeah, okay, chill. <laughs> um, yeah. But their dates was very, like, just very simple. It, was, it was more normal. Like, Yeah, it was more of those normal. walking around the city, go to markets, mm-hmm. taste food kind of dates. I remember that when, oh, I don't want to lie, but I think when, Sean went to Catherine's hometown. That was the kind of date they mm-hmm. did. But it's usually so cute. Someone will call and, you out um, if you're wrong. So laid back. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I said someone will call you out if you're wrong. I feel I feel so bad. <laughs> I trust I trust my I trust my Sean Low tingling skill. <laughs> um yeah, and he says that this is a kind this is the best kind of day for him. Like mm-hmm. he just likes going through the city. And um, he's <laughs> why are you rolling your eyes? What date isn't the best kind of date for Nick? He likes every date. Every date is the best kind of setting. Every date is the best. Kind I mean, of date. to be fair, to be fair, that's what every bachelor says because okay. they have to say that. Yeah. But he hasn't even said that this season, though. Hmm. Fact check. Autumn <laughs> is fact. Fake news over here. Fake news with a capital F. <laughs> Um, but he says he says that Rachel has always been on his mind that he has been thinking about her. Mm-hmm. I believe I believe these things. Come on, like I don't. 
but you know i don't rate nick so he's going to have to do a lot to get back on my rating scale i don't rate nick anymore i'm watching the bachelor because i like the girls <laughs> <laughs> and rachel just seems so giddy she seems so excited mm-hmm. she goes on about how she's not a butterfly kind of girl like she's not the kind of girl that feels like butterflies mm-hmm. and stuff um actually going on what you said i wasn't like now podcasting about it i don't know why i'm biased but while i was watching the episode i actually wrote down i just don't buy anything nick is selling because he's like this is the most explosive explosive chemistry your confidence smart and sexy and i was like okay yeah okay i don't buy anything nick is selling i don't even if he like no and he's going to he's going to have to do a lot to convince me. Yeah, he's actually. I just I just yeah. can't. Yeah. Um, but we have to just talk about how much of like the, the dancing in the in the street thing was so much it was fun. So fun, like that is my kind of date. I think I tweeted that I said this is my kind of date. Like that's what I would love to do. But you have to give Nick this. Like he looks cute. He did look right? cute. Rachel may make him look good, but he looked really cute. He, he held his own. Like, yeah, okay. uh, he, like did you see him even when he was like behind her and he was that? Yeah, like he was like, really cool, was like, hey Nick, you have moves. <laughs> <laughs> and Rachel said and, it too. She's. I think she said, I didn't know he had this much. He had swag, swag or something, something like that. Yeah, he tried. He has been practicing. I have, I have, I have a theory. I'm going to ask you about it very soon. But um, so they, so they danced, and then the girls were watching from the top, and it was painful or whatever. Like the dates are always in front, where all the, all the <laughs> girls can't see. At least the one on one sometimes. Mm-hmm. Then they went to another bar, or they went to a bar with music, and there was a live performance, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were dancing also. Yeah. So my question is, how much practicing did Nick do before this season, dance practice, did he do before the season of The Bachelor? And is he auditioning to be on Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> Ooh, okay, I prefer your second question, <laughs> because that's more relevant. Yeah, that is more relevant because he can actually be on Dancing with the Stars. Oh my! Appar- I forgot that they, they they consider Bachelor contestants. Oh yeah, apparently I've, uh, before before the the season even started, I had heard that Nick said he wanted to be on Dancing with the Stars. They might actually indulge him, like you know, it's the same network and everything. Like, yeah, you never know. Huh, true. I, I feel like it depends on how it goes. Um, how do you mean? How his season goes, like the reception he gets from oh, the right, fans. Right, 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 right. That's when either ABC would decide to have him on the Bachelor or not. Because we've had our past bachelor, our past bachelors slash Dancing with the Stars have been Sean, Chris Souls. Yeah, Sean and Chris Souls. Ben, Sean and Chris Souls. Ben didn't go on. Yeah, I think Ben said he wanted to focus on his relationship or something like that. Yeah, well, we know Nick is not going to say that. So exactly. But we've had, like, our two golden... I mean, Chris Souls was used... Oh, God. I promised you, you guys promised you that weren't going to speak I wasn't going to speak talk his about name. Chris. <laughs> I've been good. Nobody come for me. <laughs> I didn't say what? his name. <laughs> this is an obsession. It's unhealthy. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm moving on from that. But Nick is definitely auditioning to be on Dancing with the Stars because a lot of his days, they've danced or done mm, something. Yeah. Like, see Backstreet Boys. I see and him. Then... I see him. Oh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> the, the, the best part 
part is just that I wanted to be friends with Rachel. Like, Rachel is somebody that I just want to chill right. with. I want to hang with. She seems very cool. She seems very cool. She yeah. really does. Um, so they went to the to, to the other half, I guess, of their dates. They opened up the garage and it was filled with Mardi, Mardi, Mardi Gras floods. And it just looked fun. They were playing around with the mask and with the stuff. And they went. They got to the dinner portion. Did anything significant happen before they got to dinner? No. Right? No, I don't think so. I don't have no, anything don't here. So. I don't mm-hmm. think so. Um, and then he was basically just telling her, I'm glad that you patiently waited for a one-on-one. Thanks for being you. Did she have a choice? <laughs> she has to wait for the one-on-one. What did you have to come and ask you for it? Right, because she couldn't have left. That's what I was thinking. I was like, if she did not get a one-on-one, could she leave? Like, face palm, face. <laughs> but, 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 okay, maybe the difference is that the key word he said was patiently. So, you know, maybe there's some girls that they've had the one-on-one or they got the first impression rules because she hasn't had the one-on-one, right? Right. You get the first impression rules, and you see him. You see his relationship with other girls progressing, and you become very insecure. insecure. You become very, and then you start like attacking him and saying, "You, how come I'm not getting the one on one?" So maybe right. that's what he was saying. Like, thank you for just understanding the process and yeah. sticking sticking with it. And I think that's a Rachel thing. I think, unlike sets like past people in Bachelor, Rachel has gone into this thing knowing how weird and difficult it's going to be yeah and she's ready to embrace it now how well she might be able to do that when things start getting a lot more serious because i mean after a while you're just not going to be able to help yourself you cannot just watch the person you love making out with someone else and you're going to be okay i feel like that's natural but i feel like out of all the girls so far rachel has really been the one to just embrace this process like i'm going to have to watch you make out with other girls and Mm -hmm. that is quote unquote okay Right, and then he goes on to say, "Thanks for being you." <laughs> I know you had a problem with that. I don't even know what what does that mean. What what does that mean? What does that statement mean? I I've, I've always had a problem with it. Thanks for being you. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> I know I'm fabulous. <laughs> oh, I guess he's just grateful for her person. Um. Okay. <laughs> Come on, call Nick some slack. Like, now I'm becoming like a I call him some slack here. on the dancing thing, but that's all you're going to get from me, to be honest. Nick, I'm with you. I stand with you, boy. Yeah. Team Nick. I stand with Corey. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rachel basically opens up about how she was here, um, how she was there a couple of times in the past year, I guess. Yeah, for a funeral. And she came for a funeral. And that was when she basically reassessed her life, saying that she was going to step out of the box, she was going to do different things. Mm-hmm. And that was why the moment meant so much to her. Yeah. yeah. I find that it was cute that she was actually picked for this. Maybe, you know, see, maybe the producers knew yeah. and they, you know, they worked get to things talk to out. The Millers, right? So I feel like. They're like, yeah, we're going to put Rachel on it. You know, right. Yeah. But it was it was really nice, yeah. at least for her to be there, even if there was some manipulation behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. I liked that day. I was happy it with was, that. Re- it, was, it was a really good day. Mm-hmm. It has been... 
I don't know, I'm trying to pick between, but I prefer Rachel to no, Raven, I, so... Heck yes, I prefer Rachel's date too. Like, I didn't even really love Raven's date, so Rachel's date, yeah. yeah Rachel is such a babe. Um, so they, so <laughs> they go to talk about her family. And Nick is like, I feel like I don't know a lot about your family. And Rachel is like... And I'm like, duh. You don't know... <laughs> anything about like you don't know family. anything about my family which is he's almost acting like they've been dating for a few months and he's like oh i feel like you've never said anything about your family mm-hmm. no like nothing we haven't like no i have to i haven't told you anything about my family and but one thing i noticed that nick doesn't allow them i don't know i don't know but nick doesn't allow them to finish talking so she started saying oh um my parents have been together he was like yeah mine too and just yeah like, yeah Allow the girl finish. Like <laughs> let her laugh. <laughs> like he didn't even let, like he didn't even, he wasn't even able to get to know anything about her family except for her dad being a judge. Mm-hmm. Because once she said my dad is a judge, he just he, like he said something. Yeah. Like does he have poor listening skills? Yes. <laughs> Gosh, I can't I can't do him. I can't yes, I can't do it. Like I'll be so stressed. Me like too. let let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. I know you have your thing, but let me be done with mine. <laughs> right. Um, but he basically he basically goes on to say, ask if he should call him sir or what he should call her dad and yeah. all of that funny Yeah, that was kind of funny. Banter. It was mm-hmm. quite cute. Yeah. But um I really like the conversation on this day to be honest, actually. I thought that um it was very real. Like, we haven't really seen Nick have super real conversations. Like, usually it's sometimes this season, it's the girl that's saying the vulnerable things mm-hmm. and, and Nick is Nick listening. Is like, Apart from also the sharing. Vanessa. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nick is just like, thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the Vanessa days where he cried. But this one, he also spoke about how he felt insecure because he has asked two, two sets of families to propose to their to their daughters. Yeah. And I thought that was very real yeah. because it's so it's true. true. And it had and it's like it has been like maybe within a year or within a short period mm-hmm. of time he has asked two families to mm-hmm. get married, right? Because we forget at times that with Nick's situation, it's it wasn't just him asking Andy and then asking Caitlin. There was just so many other things behind it. Yeah. He had to ask their families. They had to meet his own family. Mm-hmm. He has brought like two girls. Serious. It was actually a lot, and it yeah. was that moment that made me realize that it was act- like it was actually. He's been through. He's been through a lot. Yeah. He actually has been, and I like that he brought it up. I was like, "Yeah, Nick, you're my boy." <laughs> <laughs> and then he breaks. He said, "He says, I'm going to break. The, I'm going to break all the rules here. I'm super into you." So that's yeah. what he says to I Rachel. What rules he was breaking? I mean, he's not that's allowed. That's why he's into her. He just no. can't say he loves her, no? I mean, he can't say he loves her officially, mm-hmm. but, like, he can't really even, like, basically tell her that I really, really like you pretty really? much. Really? Since when? I thought they were always allowed to tell them how, like, they like them. Like, oh, I'm really excited by you. They say stuff really like that. They say that I'm word. excited. They say I'm interested. But, like, no one or so far that I've seen, no one has really said... I'm super into you, and I want you to be confident, and I know, like, yeah, basically yeah. giving her, like, a strong reassurance that I like you a lot. Which is but, really never a good idea, but, because once he stops, like, I have a feeling that, you know how Rachel's dates, like, this is still early in the season, like, they're having all these feelings, and then maybe for four weeks, he won't even see her. 
and then yeah. it's going to be a problem because she might start craving that reassurance all over again. Right. Um, I almost feel like Rachel is a stronger. Obviously, she's not going. To, she's not going to be perfect. So there's going to be times where she's where, she, where she's going to need that. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just it's just the name of the game. Like yeah. that's just how things work. Okay. And I think that's why he was telling her now. I just want to let you know that I like you a lot, and I want you to be confident. And so when things happen, you're not like falling over and like being yeah. so yeah. Yeah, um, okay. but Rachel confesses that she really likes him, and she says she can feel herself falling in love, which was super cute. Yeah, and there's something that Nick said. He said, "I love when you walk into the room. You own that room. I find that sexy and beautiful." And I was like, "Yes, <sighs> that's so find true." Sexy and beautiful. Sorry, I'm just a Nick cynic. I can't. He hasn't even said 16. that. To anybody he on hasn't. this season. Yeah. Somebody somebody fact check that. You fact check. You you're the one calling it out fact check. <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> okay, okay. But he I'll, also I'll, says when I'm with you, I don't fact. think about anything else. I know, I found that really like deep. Like, so that know. that's the one you're finding deep and you're not finding him say I find that sexy and beautiful. Because no. I not like I don't believe that, but not that I don't believe. I just feel like that's he says that to everybody. I want to hear something new. Like, yeah, like like when he's with her, he doesn't think about anybody, anything else. That that's brand new. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then Rachel says something super fake deep. She says, "I don't believe in fairy tales, but I believe in today, and, and today, today was, was a fairy, fairy tale. tale." And I was like, "Okay." Anyways, so moving on from the date, the date overall was cute. It was nice. It was for me at least. It was heartfelt. I quite liked it. I loved it. Ten over ten for that date. Bachelor ABC. Shout out to you guys. Okay. Wow. Okay. Anyways, now moving into more like other stuff. Um, Vanessa reads the dates, the dates card for the group dates, and everyone is called except for Karina Taylor. So. Karina and Taylor are going on the two-on-one. Which we knew from the ending yeah. of the last episode. We knew, like, I mean, even Chris Harrison had to say about it. Everybody knew that they were going on the two-on-one. Yeah. Corinne says she feels bad for Taylor because she knows that she's going to win. Mm-hmm. And Taylor says she feels confident that she's going to keep it civil and classy. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> we go into the group dates. I definitely don't have much to say about. I don't have dates. anything to say about the group dates. Can we just fast forward to where it's one done with it? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> just to set the tone. It was called "Till Death Do Us Part." It was a haunted house. I would never like. <laughs> ne- I can't even emphasize. Never <laughs> do this date like you. Like, I would be careering in that situation where I step out and I'm like, "This is a this is a medical emergency. I, I, it's not going to work I'm out." I'm going to be part of it. I love when Vanessa says she's not putting her hands on the Ouija board. She doesn't yeah. let the spirits. So I was like, "You, my girl. Yeah, I don't want to be here." I was so stressed. Like yeah, they're talking about me, the girl that lived in the house and died when she was eight. It and they was did the so board boring. Thing. I think it was supposed to be interesting, but it was boring. And that's why it was a fail because it was already <laughs> creepy, but it was boring. It was boring. You know, like a really bad horror movie. 
it was that's how it was boring like nothing was happening absolutely nothing and then they tried to make things happen with sound effects and right stories and, and like walking and then lights and then it was so bad i i like i can't do i can't be in the dark so like all of those Aww. things were stressing me out. Like I, I just I just couldn't. I was like, why oh gosh. I'm the kind of person that if I go on the bachelor, the my producers would have probably read my bio and seen that I'm like terrified of being in the and dark and all these haunted things that put me on the Oh, I'll put you on the group day so that you'll freak out. <laughs> exactly. And that's when I'll be like, Yeah, this guy is not worth it. He's not like peace out. Like deaf like what was that? It was horrible. And they're talking about do you believe in spirits and then things are just ridiculous um the only thing that really stood out was that Dan- daniel l said to nick that she can feel she can see herself falling in love with him which she said already though did she, she say that yeah she said that remember that was what she said on her one-on-one she said i, oh. I can feel i've can imagine feel myself or I can imagine myself falling in love with you then she said it again and said she didn't really get to like resonate it didn't resonate and she didn't really get to talk to him much after that and yeah it wasn't like really significant (laughs) (laughs) and then and he he says absence makes the heart go fonder that the bigger parts are the moments when you're not with the person and Danielle was like, I like that Nick gave me really good advice. <laughs> and that this is going to get harder and harder. Like It is. And I, I see Daniel L. I don't know, tell me what you think about this. But I see Daniel L. being one of those girls that crumbles under the pressure of Nick forming connections with other people. Yeah. Like, really strong connections. Like, she's not going to fuss about the petty stuff. But once he yeah. starts having really strong connections, like, once she sees him with Rachel or... Mm-hmm whoever else she's going to really start getting stressed yeah especially when she makes it to like top four yeah position it's going yeah. to be crazy i see her getting really stressed um yeah so we kind of switched briefly to the hotel and that made me like you need to see my spirits were high like <laughs> it switched to the hotel karen yeah, like, was yes, getting a different it. scene yeah, like she was, she was in the bathtub with her bikini. She was putting on a face mask. She had champagne. That was weekend goals, man. Bubble like, bath, I room service. Bath. Like, <laughs> what more do I want in this world? But Taylor, on the other hand, she was like she was meditating candles. with her candles, probably working on her emotional intelligence or something. Like, why would I want to do that when I can get, like, champagne and I can get room service and, fi- cake. like, cake? <laughs> I can't. End of story. Cake and a bubble bath <laughs> and champagne. Like, I saw that happen and I was like, do I need to run myself a bath? Who's going to buy me champagne? Like, I mean, <laughs> Exactly. Like, what am I doing with my life right now? Current <laughs> <laughs> um, so Nick basically talks with, with Daniel um, that he wants to rekindle the magic they had on their first date yeah. to me they basically didn't talk they were just like rubbing each other's arms and saying I like this and I like this but I didn't really know what was going on mm-hmm. with their dates and then Raven and Nick were talking and Raven was saying whatever she was saying and she was like the moment I fell in love with you was Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she did say she said that on accident, though it kind of seemed like spur of the moment. It did. Yeah. Did you see Nick's reaction? He was kind of like, he what? Was like, Whoa! 
Love. She I'm not here like, for oh that. God. Stop. 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 I can't believe we rolled around in a bouncy house with you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So she she dropped the album and. Like, people that drop the album this early never, like, win. At least they might get far, because Robbie got far last time, but definitely not winning. Yeah. Um, But I feel, I still know, I'm still confident that she's going to make it to the top and make it very far. Yeah, me too. I, I agree. Yeah, and then Daniel M gets the one-on-one, the group rose on that date. Yeah. Daniel M, yeah, yeah. They had a cute little thing. Going on, I found it kind of cute. They were like, no, they didn't. Anything, anything. I don't. I didn't think it was cute. I thought it was cute. I mean, I know her saying their relationship got deeper from that. I don't know, but I thought it was like a cute moment, like chilling with your boyfriend, playing football, no, or whatever they were doing. I mean, like if that was if that is a normal situation, yeah. then it would be cute. But when things need to happen, then it wasn't cute. Yeah, like there's okay. just so many other things happen that you can't just sit down and be rubbing each other's <laughs> arms, and then you come out and say you go to a deeper. Yeah, I was like, wait, what are you saying, honey? I'm not buying it. And Raven was wondering if Nick felt the same way about her, and I was like, baby, you need to relax. Yeah, cause need to pipe down. There's no way, not yes, girl. Like, <laughs> so, anyways, we get to the more exciting time of the the episode. It was a two on one with um, what are their names, Corinne and Taylor, and, Taylor. and they're headed to the Bayou, 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 and um, Corinne basically says that they're not going to be votes for Taylor and. We need to make America Korean again. <laughs> like, okay, I can't deal with. So I mean, Korean was lines funny. on the show this episode. She had what? so many great lines this episode. No, she didn't have as many as last, last <laughs> episode. Like, it was <laughs> rolling was this lit. episode. <laughs> it was just like, okay, yeah, Korean, you're funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you? Th- I, you have a theory on two and ones, or you have this? I don't like two and ones. Because I just, but I just feel like they're strictly for the drama. But I understand that this entire show is for the drama, so that's fine. I dropped my theory. It's just annoying. <laughs> I just, I mean, why do they, because definitely the Nick didn't choose to have Corinne and Taylor on a two-on-one. Right? No, like, Nick, do- Nick doesn't choose anything. Nick did not choose oh. to have Rachel on the date. Oh, to okay. Oh, okay. Nick doesn't choose anything. I had it all confused, and I thought he at least had a scene who he went on a date with. Doesn't know anything that's going on, man. <laughs> just okay. appears, right? Okay, keep going. Because <laughs> they have to produce a show at the end of the day. They need to know. They know the producers, the handlers know the storylines. Right. The main yes, yeah, so you watch Unreal now. Come yeah, on. Yeah. The main person doesn't know doesn't anything know that's anything. going on, so they yeah. have to. They're just work there. It. They just get yeah. told what is happening. Yeah. Yeah. I love me some two-on-ones, man. Like, especially when two people are, like, super crazy. I'm like, okay, let's get rid of one and, like, let's speed this thing up. <laughs> but this two-on-one, I mean, just before we really get into it, in the, like, ranking of two-on-ones, like, um, Ashley and, um, what's her face? I can't remember. Kelsey. Kelsey, Chad, and, and Alex. Alex, and Emily, and... Why can't I remember second person's name? Olivia. Olivia. 
those were really interesting two-on-ones like this was the most interesting part of this episode but for me it doesn't rack up there with those really dramatic two-on-ones that we've had what do you think hmm interesting um i quite like this two-on-one to be honest because i feel like i was invested in the rivalry that was going, that was going on. on yeah i was super obsessed at taylor and i was waiting to see her go home. home yeah me too um it wasn't like as dramatic i mean there were some ridiculous parts but this whole season itself is just very it's not exciting as a whole to right, even begin right, with right. but um i was more like uh, the results were more exciting for me chad and alex i couldn't like both of them needed to get the yeah. Um, Ashley, I and Kelsey, that one was iconic. Like, there's not going to be a two more like that. Like that um, but I wasn't invested in Crystal's love story. So, yeah. like, it almost didn't even mean anything to me. Actually, and Ben and Olivia, I almost don't remember what happened on that two one, to be honest. Like, if you ask me oh, what yeah, happened that on one, that we just two knew one. that he was going to send Olivia home. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't remember what happened. <laughs> So this actually will be more memorable for me. But Taylor goes in saying that she and Karen are very different. She doesn't have a nanny. She has a master's degree. Um, Nick is picking her, or Nick should pick her who has a higher level of emotional intelligence and Karen that acts, and should not pick Karen who acts like a child. And you know, like I had a come to Jesus moment when I was listening to Taylor Mm -hmm. speak. That I knew she was going to go home. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people would guess. Yeah. But when she was saying that, I remember from the past that Nick likes people that, or maybe I've listened to some interviews or something, Nick likes people that are vulnerable, people that are real, like people that have real problems. Yeah. Because um, he feels like he can relate and stuff like that. Okay. And once Taylor started packaging herself as this perfect individual, I right. knew that that was when Nick was going to send yeah. her home because yeah. he can't, like, he, he almost would feel like he, he can't relate to that to and that. it's just too much for him. Yep. But anyways, before we before we get into that, I know we don't have much time. What was, like, what the heck was this episode? Why did we go from having <laughs> a fun, like, nice bubbly days, we got into a haunted house and then we started talking about, like, jazz and voodoo um, and stuff? Mm, yeah, I don't, I can't give you a good answer. I'm sorry. I'm, it was really, I was dumbfounded by the entire episode. I feel like the episode could have been so, like, fun and so light that I don't know why we, why they took this dark mm-hmm. route to yeah. go. I guess there are two ways they could have gone, right? They could have gone with, like, the whole bubbly New Orleans and then, obviously, they had to go and explore the whole voodoo thing because I guess they thought it would be better for TV. Like, they could have a fun bubbly date anywhere. It was so freaking boring. Yeah, anyway, so boring. they were talking about the aim of voodoo and Corinne was just, like, the bugs I like she just couldn't stand the bugs yeah and that would happen me she actually jumped and grabbed Taylor they quickly cut cut out of that but I saw her like she freaked out and then she grabbed Taylor's arm yeah she was she was scared like oh, like I don't like bugs and um, Taylor one of the main things Taylor was talking about is the fact that um Nick needs to find out the truth about Corinne that like, Corinne isn't what he's looking for. What truth? That's Corinne what Corinne has literally not hidden anything. She has she shown both Nick and us who she is. Yep. She hasn't lied. Like, you can't actually fault her for anything. She has not lied. Yep. Um. So, anyway, so they go into the reading. Corinne was basically talking to Nick, saying how she's happy to be with him. Um. The read, I'm just going to see both their readings at one go. Yeah. Taylor's reading, basically, they're telling her she's a water sign, she's naturally intuitive, she's emotional, 
but then there's someone around her that's nasty and hurtful and cutting with her words that she shouldn't get up in that she shouldn't engage that something is going to be complete and final that she should follow her intuition so someone produced the 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 voodoo babes too right of course of course of course. <laughs> <laughs> like, can't you even remember on in Bachelor in Paradise that Nick and um Jen went to a palm reader yeah, or something, yeah. and it was so freaking produced also. Yeah. And um, Karen's reading was also was that Karen is cut, she's dry, and sometimes her mouth can get her in trouble, in trouble. and things might blow up. And wow. all Karen cared about was like. Can I just make Can a voodoo doll? <laughs> so I can do some bad juju on Taylor. Right. Um, so basically, Karen, with her conversation with Nick, she was telling Nick that Taylor emotionally attacked her and that um, the only reason why she's still there is because she sees something with Nick. Yeah. And um, Nick, Nick says to Taylor that he wants to address the drama that Karim brought up, yeah. but that there's obviously two sides to every story. Every story. Mm-hmm. Um, and Taylor was very upset that she didn't call Karim stupid. That's um, that's why the Karim basically lie. Yeah, and it was interesting because. Nick was like, "Oh, I was surprised," and Taylor was like, "I'm happy that Nick is surprised by hearing that." And I felt like things were about to go well, but Taylor went to also almost counseling Nick. Nick. And she was saying to mm-hmm. Nick that I brought up the fact that emotional intelligence is important and that Corinne did not know she what it was. She help herself. And I was just like, girl. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure that's when he was like super turned off. He's like, yeah, you're going home. Because, like, I mean, I feel like Nick knows what it's like to be the one that everybody's complaining about. That's yep. what I was saying when I was watching it. So yeah. he's more likely to be on Corinne's side than Taylor's side. And I didn't appreciate yeah. when Taylor said Corinne was lying because she actually didn't lie. She didn't Essentially, lie. Taylor called her stupid. Mm-hmm. And yep. she verbally bullied her. Yep, pretty much. That's what pretty happened. Pretty much. Cause, and because the thing is that Taylor was coming from a perspective that I am better than you. So let me. So she was basically bullying her mm-hmm. because. You bully people that you feel like are weaker than you yes. that wouldn't have a voice, and yes. that was basically what she was trying to do. So, her intention. Go home, man. And Taylor was like, "All she's doing is using my words against me." <laughs> so that means you actually said, said those words. the words for her to be able to use them against you. Yeah, Taylor needed to go home. I'm sorry. I actually thought she could. Like, I liked her. I didn't like her from her package. Actually, this was the person I saw in the package. From her package, I said, I was like, this girl is going to be someone that just thinks she's better than everyone else. Yeah. And then she finally showed it. So, yeah, good Yeah, so they basically went into a conversation and Karen was like, you told me that you won't be my friend because I'm not as smart, like, I'm not smart enough for you. And Taylor was like, well, yeah, I kind of said that. <laughs> but I, like when I was watching, I could really see that she was young, and yes. it just—it's a really bad look for twenty-three-year-olds out there. It just didn't look nice. Like she just seemed, she just looked really, really young and just so immature in that moment. And it's so ironic because she's one; she's the preacher of emotional intelligence and maturity. Not all that way, us twenty-three-year-olds with master's degrees. We're not all that way. <laughs> it's just a bad look for for people that fall into that category. <laughs> Who sent her to go on that show, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like... Because I can't even... Yeah, anyways, I'm not going to go into it anymore. So, anyways, Karin gets the rose. 
Yeah. I was like, Taylor, just walk in with your emotional intelligence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Taylor was like, Nick is definitely not marrying Karen. Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree with that. But she's definitely not marrying her instead. Exactly. And the... Yeah. The part that killed me was when Taylor... Like, what what the heck goes on on this show? When Taylor went back into the bushes... And they were doing some cleanse, and I was like, "Is this is this girl about to sacrifice herself?" Just let people go home. Just go home. Like I feel like back in the day, they used to allow people go home. (laughs) It was from Chad. Yeah, from Chad. And Taylor is repeating Chad. She's just going to go down as a Chad, and she's definitely going to be in paradise. Yeah, she is, but like. Yeah. Like what? Like what's wrong with Taylor? I almost want to spend like maybe two minutes or three minutes talking about what exactly is wrong with Taylor. Yeah, I don't know. I think she's just she's one of those people that just feels you can tell that she walks around feeling like she's better than everybody else, and when that is confronted, like she doesn't know how to take it. Like Taylor, like Karen said, I can't believe she's a mental health counselor, and I kind of agree with how yeah, she treated Karen. I what if she's not a mental health counselor yet? Because she oh, probably just finished her, 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 master's. her master's. So she might not even be working as one, but she just has a degree. But she had, the, in her package, it showed her office and stuff. I mean, that could be staged. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Possible. She could have been doing paperwork, too. Yeah. Well. <laughs> she, might, she might not be counseling she anymore. Might be okay. But it's just crazy. Yeah. I was like, this girl actually, she's like, she's gone mad. Like this, like she needs to go home. She needs yeah. to go home and seek help. Like yeah. that's that's just it. But like the whole part where she was sacrificing herself, I was like, this is a Nigerian movie that's about <laughs> to, like things are about to happen. I was super uncomfortable. Like I couldn't watch. I, I almost don't want to watch the first ten minutes of next episode. Right. Um. Okay. So cl- closing up. Um. I mean, I f- I feel bad for Taylor, but she wants to go and tell Nick that Perrin is lying, and she basically wants to redeem. Like she wants to save Nick's life. And basically. she wants to take Corinne down with her. Yes. Okay. And Nick and Nick and Corinne were talking on their night date. I mean, this was the first time their date seemed kind of normal. Yeah. Yeah. Corinne didn't look as strong as she normally does um yeah she was basically saying that she's glad that negative energy is gone and she's glad that nick trusted her i like that i like to see that i like seeing that part of korean yeah, it was nice she actually seemed like okay <laughs> yeah it In did it yeah. did um then we got it to be continued taylor apparently came back and they teased that two people went, went home, home. I don't know if I believe that, to be very too, honest. I don't know I don't, if I believe that. Because there's one thing, you know, in the previous, they showed that Corinne went into Nick's hotel room. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Corinne is house. still around. So, maybe yeah, someone I'll, else left because Taylor left and Corinne is exactly, still around. Exactly, yeah. maybe. Maybe someone else left. Yeah. But someone I don't think Corinne also went home. And, um, I mean, the end, we've never talked about the end credits, but... They always show the end with Alexis and Nick having fun and just being goofy. I love it. I think they've like they've cemented Alexis as the end credit person, and we love yes. to keep her there. 
<laughs> she has also been cemented in the friend zone. In the friend zone, yeah. 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 Because like, he didn't even kiss her, like, yeah, without the mask. Even, yeah. That's <laughs> she's definitely mask going to be in paradise. Her. My third pick for paradise. Yeah, she's definitely yeah. going to be in paradise. Okay, so that's it. Do you want to do um quick prediction? Yeah, let's go. Okay, so, go ahead. Um, am I doing Who's Going Home? Yeah. Who's Going Home? My J girls, Jasmine, Josephine, Jamie. <laughs> let's Wait. put in the atmosphere. Like, let Juju pick it up. The voodoo people pick it up. They need to go home. Okay. They they actually do need to go home. <laughs> yes. Who do I think is going home? Oh my gosh. Um, I would say for real this time, Jasmine goes home. <laughs> and um, I'm trying to now see if there's any other girl that going rose. And maybe Alexis. I think Alexis goes home. You think so? I feel like she might last one more week. <laughs> I just She's need so somebody nice. that deserves to go home to, to be gone. So any of the J girls and Alexis. Alexis, yeah. Either of them need to go home. Right. Any? Oh, I didn't notice anyone, but did any girls' um clothes catch your attention? Actually, for the first time on my list is Corinne. I like what she wore for her evening date. The mm. like V neck kind of the really deep V dress, mm-hmm. but besides that, I don't think I really noticed everybody. Everything was really dark in this episode. I liked Rachel's yeah. really cute casual outfit. I was going to say that yeah. I liked her. I liked her top or her body um her body suit suit thing and the from the yellow was their like, first date. Yeah, the yellow was I would really definitely good wear that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was cute. Yeah. Um, so I think that's it actually. I think that's yeah, it for our episode. I think so. Um I'm I'm really over this whole to be continued thing though. Like yeah. I did, let's like let's have our structure back. Let's have a real ceremony at the end of every episode. Yeah. It's messing things up, it's I, messing my psyche. I think up. everybody's over it. <laughs> yeah. It needs to stop. And um but yeah, that was there was nothing else that they really showed us um as a preview for next episode except for the drama between Taylor and Karen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm, yeah, that seemed about it, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't show yeah. us any dates or anything. Mm-mm. Not that I can remember, yeah. Right. So, well, that's it, guys. Thanks for staying till the end. If you did, we really appreciate it. You can find me on Twitter at Miss Badmas. That's Ms. Badmas. And you can also learn about the coldest, coldest night of the year 5K fundraiser that I'm doing on all of our social media and you can find us for more information about that and about our episodes at our faith pods and also subscribe to us on itunes and find us wherever you listen to your podcast and tessa tell us where we can find you you guys can find me on twitter at t-i-i-e-s-e that's tessa same thing on instagram and also i vlog i run a travel vlog so find me at sameforprints.com yeah yes thank you and until next time remember to find something to be grateful for good night